You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm hanging out here with super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm here with you, everybody listening all across North America. I hope you're safe. I hope you're well. I hope you're warm. I hope you're cool. Whatever you need to be at this point in time, I hope you're that. Thank you to everybody listening on the free Odyssey app. Thank you to folks tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Thank you to everybody on Sirius XM Channel 158 and everybody tuned in on a smart speaker. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. I've been here since 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. And we've talked about Kyrie. We've talked about Sean Payton and Durant. And we talked about the Pro Bowl. In a few minutes, we'll talk about Super Bowl opening night. And how about this? Brian Flores, I don't know if you've heard this as of now. Maybe you heard Marco mention it. Brian Flores is the new defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. The same Brian Flores who was uh, pretty much given the boot by the Miami Dolphins, he sued the franchise and Stephen Ross and discrimination and nobody wants to hire me and they treated me wrong. And then Mike Tomlin gave him a job last year as an assistant with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now here he is back in a high-level position with the Minnesota Vikings, who if you watch their defense play last year, despite all them damn games won, man, their defense was ass. Ask the New York Giants. Yeah, go go ahead and ask the, the Colts. And man, God knows what they're getting ready to do. What are the Indianapolis Colts up to? The 20th round of interviews? How many interviews do you need to do before you just go, man, we sucked. Let's, let's get an outside counsel in to help give us some advice. What a disaster this place is. Ugh. Anyway. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. This has been an interesting, I don't know, 36 hours? I can't count. Hey, Shep, what's today? Today is Tuesday. Okay, where you're at, it's Tuesday. Correct. Where you're at, it's Monday. It's still Monday here in Phoenix. And so I can still say with confidence, yesterday, Sunday, my day has basically gone like this. I'm watching the Pro Bowl. Kyrie gets traded. 
I end up in Arizona, and then boom, I'm at Super Bowl opening night, and I'm here with you on the radio. That's my day in a nutshell. And so it's been peculiar. I ran into the Eagles mascot. His name is Swoop. Uh, I was standing directly in front of Jalen Hurts when he did his media availability. And, and Super Bowl week is always, it's like a giant convention. Everybody gets together in that Super Bowl city, wherever it is, Los Angeles, Phoenix, New Orleans, Miami, wherever it is. Everybody's just there. You see people that you might see once a year or twice a year, and people are shaking hands and doing business, and it, it's, it's, it's interesting. From the player's perspective, especially the ones who are getting ready for the game, they're not around long. They have opening night where it's goofy and fun. The players arrive on planes. They arrive yesterday. There's media availability. Well, not availability. There's media who watches the planes land. They do. They invite the media to the airport just to see the planes touch down. That's what the hell they do. And then on the Monday night is when things get goofy. They bring out all of the players from both participating teams. All of the coaches are there, all the staff, the management. The fans are in the stands. The media is on the floor. And it is one gigantic circus. I was there for, I don't know, 30 minutes before Jalen Hurts arrived. There were already a million people waiting for him. And it was a circus. I'm talking back-to-back, belly-to-belly. You can't move to your left. You can't move to your right. And everybody's just standing there to look at him like he's in the zoo. And for the most part, you can't hear nothing that he's saying. And then you got 10 other players who are around, and and A.J. Brown is to his right, and his head coach Nick Sirianni is to his left, and, and people are getting asked ridiculous questions. Some of them are serious. A lot of them are absolutely nutty. And so tonight, NFL opening night, the Eagles came out first. They had their media session for about an hour. You have plenty of other players who are just milling around on the floor, available to be interviewed. And then afterwards, you do a switcheroo, and the Chiefs came out. And when I tell you about ridiculous questions – Patrick Mahomes was asked about sounding like Kermit the Frog. Listen to this. No, people have made fun of my voice for my entire life, so I've gotten used to it. It's like the the joke that keeps giving. So uh, I've I've heard it all. I've heard the Kermit the Frog. I've heard I've heard uh, the smoking or whatever, smoking cigarettes, whatever it is. But uh, it's unique, and so maybe I'll get like a like a deal from that having that unique voice. Let's all hope that Patrick Mahomes doesn't get a deal for his voice. Kermit the Frog, good for him. You're not going to ask Patrick Mahomes that in the course of the week while he's preparing for a game against, I don't know, the Raiders. Welcome to Super Bowl opening night. And then you also get, you get, you get serious questions. Jalen Hurts was asked by the media to, to make a comment, knowing that both he and Patrick Mahomes will be the first pair of black quarterbacks to start a Super Bowl and Jalen Hurts he had some comments to make about that listen it's historic historic 
think about all the rich history in this game, you know, and to be a part of such an historic event, a historic moment, it's special, it's special, you know. And there's been so many quarterbacks before me, including Pat, um, before me that laid the foundation for me to have this opportunity. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is typically all business. That man is all business. He'll have fun, and, and he was smiling, and Michael Irvin came up, and he was chatting, and he was having a good time. But that man is, he all business. Jalen Hurts, he was asked about his background and his journey, and he like, it ain't time for me to think about that right now. Man, I, I really feel like it's not the time to reflect. Obviously, um, it's, been a, it's, it's been a lot, you know, but I didn't put all that work in for no reason. I feel like this team hasn't put all the work in. We put in for no reason. So um, we come here to, you know, finish the finish the job. Finish the job we set out to do. Yeah, that, that man that man is all about it. He's not giving no nothing, nobody extra. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he pretty much uh, made a similar statement when it came down to the two of them being the first two black quarterbacks. Listen. Quarterbacks that came before me, Shaq Harris, Doug Williams, that laid the foundation for me to be in this position. Um, I, and it goes across all sports. If you think about Jackie Robinson and people that broke the color barrier in, in baseball, um, I, I wouldn't be standing here today if it wasn't for them. And so I think about that all the time. And, and uh, to be lucky enough to be in this position and to play against another great guy like Jalen, it's going to be a special moment. And I'm glad that we're here today. But how can we keep moving forward? It seems like one minute he's asked about his voice and why he sounds like Kermit the Frog. And then answering another question, he doesn't sound like Kermit the Frog. I think Patrick Mahomes is hes playing games with all of us. I don't know. On a ridiculous side as well, Travis Kelsey is the man who won an AFC championship and he told the mayor of Cincinnati to know his role and shut his mouth. And so, of course, Travis Kelsey would be saying all types of wild things tonight. He was asked about his brother, who he will face in the Super Bowl the first time we have two opposing brothers in the same damn game. And he was asked, man, who's the biggest loser between y'all when you face off? Listen. I would probably say that's staying true to today. My brother is definitely a, a not, not a better – he's definitely a worse loser than me for sure. I'll probably take it on, on – you know, he's taking a few losses on the chin, whatever. My brother, if he loses, man, you better stay out of that big dog's way, man. He's a, he's a fired-up dude. He puts a lot of passion into this thing. Oh, it's nice. He sounds much calmer than he did uh, about a week ago when he told the mayor to shut up and know his role and be quiet. Uh, Nick Sirianni, he was asked by somebody in the press, are you surprised you in the Super Bowl in two damn years? You know, you don't you don't look at it that way. You, you look at it one day at a time. You really do. And uh, you know, last year we started off two and five, and I think what that taught everybody is that when you're two and five and you're looking at the top of the mountain, you're saying, "I got to climb that today." No, you don't got to climb that today. You got to climb a little bit each day. You got to worry about one week at a time, and that kept us in this position. And so. You know, I know this doesn't make for good answer uh, TV or anything like that, but we really, truly take it one day at a time. We're obviously happy we're here, but we, we put the steps in to get to this point. Um, and so uh, just ha just thrilled to be here and want to go out and finish the job. And, and you could hear the fans in the background. Every now and then they pipe in some of the audio from the players and the coaches. They, they pipe it into the arena so the fans can hear. 
the arena is full of fans supporting both teams, both the Eagles and the Chiefs. It is a massive circus, massive circus. And this is like the last or first send-off as we get uh, even closer to the game. I was right below the stage. And when they announced the Philadelphia Eagles, and you know this is a big deal for the players, and you always hear about focus and focus. They're human beings too. They get lost in the moment. And, yeah, there's a long way, about six days, about a week between now and Sunday when they go out there and play. The players were, like, in awe. The players came out. They had their cell phones in their hands. They're capturing the moment. They're Some of these dudes, you saw them on Instagram Live, and they're just looking at all the media. They're looking at all the lights. They're in the arenas. All eyes are on them. And then you hope that they can turn that off by tomorrow. And Wednesday, as they get ready to kind of shut things down and go into the rabbit hole and come out to play the game on Sunday. And so when you have that much energy, that much energy in one arena for one night for about two to three hours, Man, I couldn't imagine what that has to feel like when you're actually getting ready to play the game. I'm sure the butterflies are moving, the adrenaline is pumping, and then you get to playing and everything starts to feel normal. Uh, But opening night is, is cool. It's nice. The NFL gets what it wants. A bunch of us, all of us, show up and we grab our photos, we get our video, we get our audio, and we talk about the Super Bowl. It's an amazing experience, and, and not just for the people who are there in the room. Uh, you can tell the players who typically don't always want to talk, this is the type of thing that they, they really soak up. Andy Reid spoke as well. Andy Reid can thank uh, Mr. Mahomes for his Super Bowl victory. Uh, Andy Reid, he was giving a lot of credit, not just to his own team, but for the Eagles advancing as well. Listen. And it's a great organization. I've had 14 years there, man. I loved every minute of it. I've been 10 years in Kansas City. Loved every minute of that. And uh, I'm proud of some of these old guys for the Eagles. I'm proud of my guys for the Chiefs. Let's go. Well, yeah, well. I know he wants to beat them. Of course he wants to beat them. I'm sure it has a little bit of extra meaning if he were to go out there and beat his former team. Why not? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, Shep, one thing that I did not see tonight, and I don't know if it's because the NFL banned it, we would always see, like, gimmicks. I remember standing there one year, and some kid was shooting basketball hoops in front of an NFL player. It's just like, what are we doing here? You mean like Guillermo from Jimmy Kimmel when he does yeah, but those no, silly interviews? I'm sure Guillermo was there. I didn't see him. Got it. But just gimmicky stuff. Like I remember a kid was like they must have been Nickelodeon. There was a kid on some adult shoulders, and the kid had a basketball hoop attached to the back of its head. And they were giving the ball to the athlete to like shoot the hoops. And I'm like, what are we what are we doing here? I did see. I did see a giant stick of deodorant walking around the floor. I did. There was a mascot that was a giant. It was Old Spice. It was a giant stick of deodorant. And they're just walking around. 
You know, I'm just like, okay, this is this is the world that we live in. I looked to my left, and like two feet away from me is a giant stick of deodorant. But it didn't stay there, though, next to you. Because if it stayed there, and I— It would be implying that I smell. 100%. No, I didn't. It's just a giant stick of deodorant, Old Spice. I didn't know Old Spice had a deodorant mascot, but uh, they, they spared no expense here at the Super Bowl. And good for them. Spend it if you got it. Uh, Sorgers calling from uh, Massachusetts. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Yeah, how you doing, my man? I'm very well. What's up? I want to, first of all, give you and Chef a huge shout-out. I always... I'm doing DoorDash right now, but you all always help me out when I'm doing my Uber grind. So I want to I just thank you so much. But I got to go off on the Chiefs, man. Listen, I've been hitting on the Chiefs since 2018. I'm, of course, biased because I'm a Patriots fan, but I don't get the stink. Mahomes is not a good quarterback. He's not top ten. Jalen Hurts is going to take care of business, and I cannot wait. One week from now, oh, I cannot wait. JR. Mahomes is going to be crying. Travis Kelsey's going to be crying. Andy Reid's going to be crying. Oh, JR. Oh, as a diehard Patriots fan. I'm from Boston, my man. Listen, you already know I cannot wait to see these Chiefs lose because this is the Super Bowl. They're not going to be, uh, the calls aren't going to be rigged this time. They're not going to get a call from New York at 2020 when Burrow should have clearly won. Oh, but, you know, Mahomes is the. NFL good boy, so, like, let's rig it for him. That's not going to happen in the Super Bowl, my man. Anything else? Jay, you have a good night, my man. I love you, brother. I I love you, man. Like, just keep on keeping on, bro. I will keep on keeping on. Thank you. I don't think they let you drink while you do Uber Eats or DoorDash, whatever one he's doing. I don't think they let you drink. I, how are they going to find out? But I don't think they let you drink. Like what? what do, listen, don't call me. Yeah, that means you. Every, anyone who hears my voice, don't call me telling me what he said was crazy. Don't, don't do it. Why, why waste your breath? Don't call me telling me about some, oh, I heard somebody on the radio said, Oh, Patrick Mahomes is not a top 10 court. Don't call me. There's certain things that aren't even necessarily worth a response. And what he just said isn't worth one outside of what I just said. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. And he did mention the Super Bowl. If you believe in Madden, if you believe in Madden the video game, they already have a prediction as to what this game is going to look like. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side. I want to tell you what Madden or what Madden says uh, the score is likely to be. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I really, really respect you, man. I don't always agree with you, but you are really, really good at your job. Smart, well-spoken guy, and I respect how you listen to people, even if they have different opinions than you, and you seem like one of the rare people in your industry who's willing to hear things and potentially change your mind. So I love that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. That was very detailed. Thank you very much. 
You know, I told you about Madden the video game. You know, they they have making making like I'm out down in Macon, Georgia. They have started to go ahead and create a simulation of the Super Bowl utilizing the game for the past several years. And so if you are a betting individual and you want to know what a video game will tell you about the upcoming Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Eagles, Madden Simulation says the Kansas City Chiefs are going to lose, that the Philadelphia Eagles will beat the Chiefs 31-17. to That's what the video game says. And if you want to know the goods and the bads, well, over the past seven years, they have been correct twice, and they have been incorrect five times. And so, yeah, not, not, not too much of a help here if you want to look at Madden, the football game, as an indicator as to who will actually win the game. 855-212-4CBS. Dave is calling from Alabama. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Dave? Evening, JR. Evening, Dave. What's going on? Up traffic. Sucking backed up traffic, dude. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. What's up? Well, I was thinking about what went on with Kyrie Irving and with the Brooklyn Nets when Kevin Durant wanted to get traded. They said no. They got rid of Kyrie Irving because of the stupidity that he got himself into. It's not just because of, hey, who's going to get Kevin Durant? so on and so forth, but it's the stupidity that Kyrie got himself into. They said, hey, look, we got to get rid of this dead weight. He's more trouble than he's worth. He was thinking he was going to L.A. They said, uh-uh, not happening. So they said, hey, look, we'll send him to Dallas and let them deal with him. And yeah, it's well, important. I don't think the Brooklyn Nets just gave up on him. They were trying to squeeze as much as they could out. And when Kyrie Irving realized that they weren't going to or he wasn't just going to receive a, a max contract, that's when he said he wanted out. So I, I think the Brooklyn Nets, to their own fault, they tried to hold on and squeeze as much as out of this as possible. Um, I, I don't think they wanted to send him out, but they ultimately had no choice. Yeah, because, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, he's a good player, but it. He has no common sense. He wouldn't know how to use common sense if he gave him instructions. Oh, and then damn. on top of that, <laughs> and then on top of that, I mean, you, you, the what and what he got himself into, especially with the anti-Semitic tropes that he created. That that would have been like, hey, look, this guy's bad news for this team. Yeah. People is like, nah, we can't deal with this guy. I Let think. Him yeah, let let him go and say, "Hey, look, somebody got to deal with this guy. We can This guy's making our team look bad. He's making the NBA look bad by what he's done. Yeah. And not only that, yeah. And then on top of that, that's something you should never got himself involved. He shouldn't have never got involved in nothing like that. He well, should just thing, kept that to himself. Well, then, the problem the problem is, and it doesn't matter if it's him sharing a film. Kyrie Irving can put his foot in his mouth and then he will double down on on being stubborn. Unfortunately, this instance of him doubling down had to deal with uh, religion and culture. And he was basically disrespectful just by being headstrong. 
And so he's paid for it, and he will continue to pay for it. Uh, the best thing for him to do, and I don't know if he's smart enough to do it, is to, to not say anything. And that's not a trope of, oh, my God, shut up and dribble. That's a case in an instance of someone who over the past, it feels like seven years, six years at this point. Yeah, I'd be safe in saying five to six years. He has foot. He has mouth. And he continually puts his foot in his mouth. And over the next couple of months with the Dallas Mavericks, he's going to shut up and he will play because he wants to be paid. And if he thought he was as good or as loved or as welcomed as he thinks he is, he would have gotten an extension by now. There's some dumb people out here. Ain't nobody that dumb. Not to give this guy a, a boatload of money when all the evidence is, is directly in front of you. You know, one thing that Dave did say, and I want to bring this up, and I'm sorry it's not serious, my apologies. He said he was sitting in traffic. Shep, I saw three cars today here in Phoenix. Driverless cars. Like, I think it's Waymo. I saw saw a car in the distance today on the street. Were they parked? No, driving. Jeez. I saw a car today. And I saw a camera. Have you ever seen one of the Google Street cameras on on a car? I have, I have not, no. Okay. I've, I've seen it a few times. And it looks like a regular sedan or a truck or a Jeep with a camera on top. I've seen it enough in New York and other cities. And I, oh, it's just taking photos of the street for cameras and camera apps and mapping, etc. And it was far away. And then I was standing on the curb here in downtown Phoenix and I was just standing there on the curb, and I looked to my left, and I said, oh, that's that Google thing that I saw, a Google card I saw earlier. And then I looked in the back seat. There was a gentleman in the back seat. And then I looked in the front seat. There was no one in the front seat. I looked at the top of the vehicle. The camera was spinning around. I looked at the side of the vehicle. There were cameras on the side and this car drove into this like three lanes of traffic here in downtown the car just drove off and then another one went by and i said wait a minute i felt like i was in the jetsons these cars were on the street and i've read about this for years i know about all of the testing and in the bay area in san francisco i know a tesla will drive by itself if you put it on autopilot I, i know this I have never seen with my own two damn eyes a vehicle drive itself in full traffic. Yeah, it freaked the hell out of me, man. I couldn't get, like right now at this point of life, I couldn't get in the back of a a car with no driver in the front. And I'm just going to knowingly get in the back seat? Hell no. Would you do that? No. Oh, okay. I thought this was going to be like uh, there was a punchline at some point here. Like, no. they all went to someone's house and— No, this is like okay. Uber. No, okay. this is—it's called. it was called Waymo. Wow. And I guess you get an app and you download the app and the car picks you up. Nope, couldn't do it. 
and it no takes way. you where you need to go. No way. Wait, there's people getting into driverless cars that are traveling on a highway. Is that what you're saying? It I, wasn't I, the highway. Not that it makes any difference. Right. But it was in active traffic. There's like yeah, three, four lanes of nope. traffic. It's crazy. And a car's driving. So and may- everybody else in or surrounding it is in a normal car driven by a human. These cars were driven by nobody. Are a they- computer. Wow. Are, are they going to do that next uh, just for fun to have uh, people on motorcycles but without the people? And the motorcycles are going 70, 80 miles well, per hour down I- uh, I-95? I've seen... I have been on college campuses. You know, I've done the Media for the Movement tour. Many, many of so, yes. I've I've seen, you know, they don't want Uber delivery people on campus. They don't want cars on campus. They have, like, co- electronic coolers on wheels that are computerized that deliver the food to keep vehicular traffic off of campus. I've seen that. I've seen robots deliver food. I, today was the first day I saw a driverless vehicle with a passenger in the back in active traffic. It, it's it's coming soon. Marco, would you get into a driverless vehicle? Yeah, I don't dig that, no. That would freak me the hell out. It freaked me out. I had to go, wait a minute. The guy, and he was sitting there, he, he was on his phone, he was relaxed in the back seat, and the light changed. And the car went, and I said, oh, my God, where am I living right now? No, nah, that's, that's a little too much futuristic for me. And to be honest, it's a little scary because, you know, we can have any jobs left. Like, is there anything that we can do? We can't even drive the damn car anymore? We we know it's coming, bro. It's here. <laughs> it's not good, man. <laughs> it's here. I, I wanted to get a video of it, but it went by so fast, and then another car went by. I'm going to get one before I get out of here. It's... It scared the hell out of me. Driverless car. I couldn't get Eventually, I think I'll probably have no choice, right? If I live long enough, I'll have no choice, but the future's now. It's crazy stuff. It's the JR Sport Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm shook now. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't. I'm scared. I've, I've never. I've. Wow. It really does have you a little shook, doesn't it? If the car drove itself. You seen our robot? I think ninety nine point nine percent of people are gonna roll with Marco on this, Jr. They're not getting in the driverless no, car. Not a chance. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Someone who's like a robot. His name is Bill Belichick. He talked to Tom Brady tonight on Tom Brady's podcast. I'll talk to you before I roll out. I'll share that audio with you. You're listening to the Jr. Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. Pleasure to speak to you. Uh, you know, I just recently discovered your show a few weeks ago and, and just got to tell you that you've got a very uh, easy listening style. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Damn, it's been a busy night. It's been real busy. And shut. by the way, I saw those uh, autonomous cars. I just saw an article that says that they are, yeah, there are quite a few of them that have been employed. Employed, is that the word? Deployed, employed. 
here in downtown Phoenix, just specifically for the Super Bowl. And so I don't know if I'm brave or stupid. Maybe neither. Maybe both. I'm going to try to get in one of these uh, driverless cars, shop. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to hail me one. I'm going to get the app. This is a this is a Google product, right? I'm going to try to hail me one of these at some point over the next couple of days. Well, I said hail. That shows where, where my brain is. At. I'm going to hail me one. Well, no, like help Mary, because that's what you might need to be saying to yourself. So I'm with you on that. I mean, I'll be OK. I hope so. we all hope so. I haven't. I mean, if there was an accident, these things have been driving around, and it says twenty four seven. Are they going to have an ambulance come without a driver? <laughs> you, well, yeah. Well, I, I hope not. I, well, that, and, and I hope we don't need one. In case in point, case in point, I just think cars are meant to have drivers. That's just me. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're moving away from that. You remember Johnny Cab from uh, Total Recall? Uh, no. no. Okay. No, Johnny Cash. No. There was Johnny Johnny Cab in Total Recall. He was a computerized, instead of a human as the cab driver, there was like an android robot in the front. And so it was similar to what we have now, except for, you know, there's no dummy in the front seat of these cars. There's no dummy. There's, there's nobody. It's freaky. There might be some dummies in back. Sorry. It might be. That'll be me. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'll be. No, that'll be me. I'll be back there with my phone out, going, "I'm in a car that is driving itself, and I'm a dummy." Listen, I ain't getting on no roller coaster, so that'll have to do. Anyway, eight five five two one two four CBS. Before we went to break, I told you that Bill Belichick joined Tom Brady on his new. Well, it's not new anymore. But on the latest episode of his podcast, Let's Go, and Bill Belichick, he spoke. And I guess they love each other. Bill Belichick hopped on Let's Go to congratulate Tom Brady tonight. Listen to Bill Belichick sound not like a robot, but but a human. The greatest player, the greatest career, the great, great person. Uh, it's such an, an opportunity and an honor for me to you know, to coach Tom, I, I guess I guess it's got in at some point. It, it it it's the greatest one ever. So, congratulations, Tom. Appreciate it. <laughs> what is? Damn. What is he? Does he hate? Does he hate Belichick? I, I guess I guess it's got in at some point. It, it it it's the greatest one ever. So, congratulations, Tom. Appreciate it. <laughs> Tom Brady hold a grudge? Why didn't Tom Brady reciprocate? Why didn't he go, oh, man, well, Bill Belichick, you're the greatest coach of all time. I, I wouldn't be able to do it without you. I'm going to listen to the entire episode. It actually uh, just dropped this evening while we were hanging out here. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, he was also a part of this episode, and Bill Belichick was running his yap, and Rob Gronkowski was Rob Gronkowski. Listen to this. And actually, where I got that from was Coach Knight. And because Coach Knight told me that's what he did with Michael Jordan on the Olympic team. He said, you know, Michael, I'm going to rip your ass. Just like, because I can't rip some of these other guys without ripping you. And Jordan said, hey, bring it on, because I that, I need that. And that'll help me with my teammates. And, and uh, it, it was kind of a similar thing, you know, with Tom. He was, he told me he appreciated it. I don't know if he was really sure or not. 
appreciated it. It's Robbie G. <laughs> What's up, baby? Coach Belichick in here too. Wait, wow. How you guys doing? Hey, turn up. Hey, I hear the, are you on your car? Oh yeah, your I'm car? in my car. I'm I was actually just on the highway. I just pulled over the hop on. So <laughs> Wow. It sounds like Bill Belichick is enjoying himself. It's quite different than the press conferences where he's grumbling under his breath. Good for good for Bill Belichick. Doesn't want to talk to the common man, but we'll talk to his players. Why not? 855-212-4CBS. Pay is calling from Alaska. What's up, Pay? Hello? Yes, you would happen to be live. Go ahead. Hey, JR. What's going on? I'm okay. Yeah. Listen to your show as often as I can. Um I want to make some points on the the, the KC and um, the Eagles game. Um, I know many people have uh, different opinions about it, uh, but you know I did a little bit of my own research too for the Super Bowl. Um, I think Casey's gonna win it all. After all, um, in my research, I don't think there's any uh, in past thirty years any dual threat quarterback has won it all. Oh my God. Hey, pay, but the NFL, are you serious? Are you joking right now? No, I mean, if you name one quarterback, pay. it's a team sport, but you have to depend on that. The quarterback pay. takes a big part of the pay. The team. NFL has changed. You can look at, if you want, yeah. if your research has indicated to you that no dual threat quarterback has won a Super Bowl over the past 30 years. We have moved into a place over the past, I don't know, five to ten years where it's almost, almost, almost a prerequisite for you to be able to have some type of mobility outside of the pocket to gain yardage. And so if you're going to look at the past 30 years, you might as well throw in the past 100 years while you're at it. The game has changed. It's different. Somebody with legs who can run and move, is eventually going to win a Super Bowl. And I would say, not even necessarily over the next one, two, three, four, five years, we're going to have more of that into the future. So what will you say when every quarterback is moving around and running? Well, I mean, if you got to look at the both quarterbacks, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he could certainly run, but with his ankle injury, we don't know how oh, well is yeah. that. But he could certainly throw. But Jalen Hurts is, I mean, ever since in his Alabama days, I got to listen to one of my best friends. He's from Alabama, and he's known to be a runner. And he's heavily dependent on running. So, I mean. Yeah. Just... The man is also an amazing passer who's improved as a passer over the past several years. He's improved every year he's been in in the league. Having oh, Adrian oh yeah, Brown, I'm not I'm not discrediting his uh, you know passing you ability. Just but, you just told know. me that your research showed you that a running quarterback has never won, and you don't think he will. Am I hearing wrong? Uh, well, is well, it says it's a dual threat quarterback, but I mean, only person I could think of it right now who has won it all is Russell Wilson. In past. 30 or whatever, you know. Hey, hey, pay. Hey, pay. There's going to – I hope you live a very long time. I don't even care how old you are. (laughs) I hope you live a very long time. If you live long enough, you will see 
multiple quote-unquote dual-threat quarterbacks winning Super Bowls. Bet on it, okay? All right. Okay, Pay. Yeah, Thank you for calling from Alaska. I love Alaska. Is the air thin up there right now, is it? Probably. Zane is here from Portland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. So, JR, how you doing? I'm good. Go ahead. So I just want to talk about the, the Madden prediction for the Super Bowl you were talking about earlier. Yes. So, uh, I mean, I feel like I don't care how good Madden thinks they are picking scores. It's like I feel like it's super hard to predict it. You know what I mean? And, like, you know when you're talking about like, – remember last in the, in the AFC championship game you had Osai when you had him do that stupid roughing the passer on Mahomes or the late hit? I feel like I feel like they kind of don't take that into account when they're doing that stuff. And so, like I mean, a couple of years ago, I put a bet. I put a bet for like maybe 200, 300 on on the the Super Bowl 2019 on the Rams. I put them and on the Madden prediction, it came out and it said, I think it said the Rams were scoring 35 points. Patriots were winning by three. Right? I was like, all right, give me the Rams scoring over 30, and they barely got a field goal. So I feel like it's just a dumb way to predict scores. And, like, I feel like they don't have a good – Yeah, I feel like they can fix their method, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a video game. They are yeah. two for five in their last seven predictions. So, I mean, you look at the last seven years, they, they've they been wrong. I wouldn't draw too much. Uh-huh. Hey, you getting into one of them driverless cars, huh? <laughs> okay. No, yes, what? The driverless cars? I mean, I tried them. They're – Oh, oh. All right. Okay, George Judson. Hey, appreciate you, Zane. Yeah. No doubt. Hey, Shep, I think he's lying. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I, but, uh, yeah. Have you been in a driverless car? Yeah, yeah. I tried one. Liar. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Unless my driverless car just sends me to the moon, I'm going to be back here with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you want to keep up with me here in Phoenix as I venture into a driverless car or at least attempt so, attempt to do so, I'm at JR Sport Brief everywhere. Much love to all my folks out there making that money driving on the roads. I appreciate you. Be safe. Be well. You are moving our economy. I'll be back tomorrow here with super producer Dave Shepard. Have a good night. Be safe. Be well. Be smooth. Don't go anywhere here on CBS Sports Radio. Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.